Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Word Chat Podcast, where we talk about everything relating to the Word of God. And we all know that every Bible verse points back to Christ. So yes, this is where you come to build your faith, to learn everything relating to Jesus and so much more. All right, so this is Akimika and Uluwatoyon. This podcast, and we'll be doing this together today. And I know most of you are used to hearing Toyin's voice alone. Most of you are hearing, used to hearing my voice alone. So today, it will be Toyin and Akimika, and we'll be discussing First John chapter four, verse ten. But before we do, let's hear from Toyin. Let's say hi to Toyin. Toyin, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. That's your Canadian accent. <laughs> okay. So we're planning to discuss First John chapter four, verse ten. Personally, by the way, this is one of my favorite places in the scripture, and I'm gonna read out NLT version first, and then you go first. <laughs> yeah, you you go first. I'm gonna read out the NLT version of First John chapter four, verse ten, and Tony will go first. And so it says, this is real love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take our sins. I'm going to read one more time. First John chapter 4, verse 10, NLT. This is real love. Not that we loved God but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take our sins. What do you think the scripture is trying to communicate in this verse? For the scripture, I feel personally it's just focusing on God's love. And the focus is that God loves us and it's not about man attitude or what man has to do. So it's literally focusing on there's nothing man has to do. You don't have to, you don't have to, do anything you don't have to bring a sacrifice you don't have to give mm-hmm. your time you don't have to come to church every single time you don't have to read your like it's not like there's like a checklist of things for you to do first before you can receive mm-hmm. love. it's literally like he loves you no matter what so it's like there's mm-hmm. literally requirements so the focus is literally on god's love that god loved you like the reason he gave his son was not because we did anything it was not mm-hmm. because by our own power it's not because of he saw that ah these people, you know, they are really nice. They have been giving me time mm. and all this. And there's, there was literally nothing we did that made me like, let me bring my son to come and die for for the sins, right? But it's literally mm-hmm. because he loved us so much. He knew we needed it. He knew that we are living in so much sin. Even in the Old Testament, they were killing animals just to cover up the sin. It was just covering it. It wasn't clearing it. And it was mm-hmm. like, I want my children to come close to me. And you know, we had priests in the Old Testament that were like mediators, mm-hmm. like, man, right? Mm-hmm. So I want my children to be closer to me. I want them to be able to come to me directly, but they just so much sin on them. And I, I love them so much that I want those sins mm-hmm. to go away. Because God does not like the sight of sin. Even in Jesus mm-hmm. of the cross, what did God do? Yeah, he does not like the sight of sin. So it's like, okay, these people are covered so much in sin. There's like a middleman. I want to bring them closer. I love them so much. So I'm giving my son to them. So that's why mm-hmm. the NLT said, this is real love. Like this is, mm-hmm. every single time I'm always telling people, 
there's no love. There's no way a man or a woman can love you so much. They yeah. love you. And I'm yeah. always, I look forward to, I'm not married yet, but you know what? I look forward to marriage. And I'm yeah. always like, whoever I want to end up with, I want that person to love Christ so much. Because yeah. when you love God, uh-huh. you are an image of Christ. Uh-huh. And Christ loves the church. So mm-hmm. I'm like, if you have that love, you obviously you have other aspects in you, you have to build. But if you have that understanding of God's love, you will know how to love your wife and how to treat her well, or how to love mm-hmm. your husband and how to treat him well. Mm-hmm. And this is real love. Like, mm-hmm. it's not what they call agape love. I, I really don't know what agape love means. Mm-hmm. I think they say agape is like the ultimate love ever. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, so the focus is mostly on there was nothing man had to do. It's not about power. Because you you see people out there be like, oh, I've done this, I've done that. I don't feel righteous. I don't feel clean enough to go to God. Mm-hmm. And God mm-hmm. is doing with that. It's nothing by you. I'm mm-hmm. my son because of I love you. So mm-hmm. that's my understanding. And even John 4, 1 John 4, verse 10, also remind you of John 3, 16, right? That God yeah. so loved the world. Like God so loved the word, mm-hmm. not that man didn't say God loved the word that he gave his only son. So yeah. Yeah, that, I mean I that, that, that that really blessed me actually. So you're right when you said it was God's choice, mm-hmm. it, it had nothing to do with us. But you know what I think? I think it takes a lot of humility to accept that God loves us without our actions. Mm-hmm. Most of the time we want to do something for God to prove. Mm-hmm. Or to make him feel as if, yes, God, you have enough reason to love me. Yeah. He wants to love us with or without our actions. We want him to love us with our actions. Mm-hmm. And this is what we really put so many people in performance. Mm-hmm. We want to always prove to God. So even when we do things, religious things, just like you said, the things we do are not to make God love us. We only do them because we know we are already loved by God. You know, I always tell people this with all humility. I belong to a ministry that pray three good times a day. We fellowship three times a day. Mm-hmm. Now we are back to two times a day, but we've been doing this since 2019, as far as I can remember. Mm-hmm. Over a year without missing any day. Except we just say, okay, guys, let's take it off. Maybe one time, two times. But and I always tell people this we are not trying to make God love us. Mm-hmm. We are not doing it to say, ah, so God can now love us. No. We are doing this because we radically know that the the best the people that God loves most in the world, we are the ones. <laughs> so we can't help it than just to always come around mm-hmm. and keep hearing messages around the love of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but, but what, what do you think? Have you ever been there before, whereby you you try to make God love you? You uh, you 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 try you try your best. Many, you say, God, you many many times, and I just want to emphasize on the part that you said that the things that we do is not to prove, but rather it's because we know that God loves us, right? <laughs> and knowing that God loves you and you loving God, you do those things because you always want to be in His presence. You always want yeah. to fellowship with Him. So that love just changes you as it's like you are transformed slowly. That's what people don't get, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> When I hear certain statements like, ah, I paid my tithes, I did this, I did that. Why is this thing happen to him, happening to me? <laughs> and it's like, it's not by you. Okay, you did all these things, but you are not doing it for God. Like, mm-hmm. all these things you are doing were because you love them and you know that it's part, like, you, it's just a part of you whereby you're growing in that love, not yeah. but because of you are paying back. Like, people yeah. have the idea of, 
Oh, do me, I do me. God, <laughs> God sent his son, so let me give him tithes. Oh the money. God does not need all these things. God does not need all the tithes. Like, praise him. He loves praises. He needs yeah. to glory back to him, that kind of thing. But I've been in that situation whereby I had a mentality. So when people have the mentality, I don't blame them. Because yeah, I've, yeah, I get it. I've been there too. Yeah, I had this idea of task. I needed to do this, 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 and this for me to feel like I was righteous. And then, mm. like when I do all these things, it feels like yes, truly, I'm a, I'm a, mm. I'm a, I'm a child of God. If I don't do it, I feel like ah, I'm a sinner. Hey, <laughs> and that was like that my mentality, right? Um, luckily, I have my mentor. I will never forget the day she said this thing. She was like, "God is not a taskmaster." Till then, mm. it enters my head. Like I will never forget. Because God is not a taskmaster. Because then she be texting me and be like, "Oh, what are you doing?" I was a spiritual life and everything. And every time my response is, "Oh, I did not pray. I did not read my devotional daily." And everything was always about task, and that was not about it. I should tell me, pray without season. It's not early in the morning when you wake up that you have mm-hmm. to pray, or when you go to bed you have to pray. You know, people have this idea is you know when you wake up and when you go to bed. Any single time, right? Right now, when I go, when I'm driving, my walk is like 30 minutes away. I'm, I'm literally praying in my car on my way there. Man. I listen to the 6 a.m. Um, praying in tongues. Sometimes mm. praying in tongues. Sometimes it's a teaching, right? So mm. I'm listening to the Holy God and I'm praying on my way. So it's like praying without prison. So I've been there whereby I had this mentality of I had to do something to prove myself, to prove that I'm holy. That I mean, I mean, you know, God's book of people of okay, Tony is my <laughs> that kind of thing. So mm. yeah, I don't blame, but later on, when I got to really understand God's love, that it's not about anything I do, mm-hmm. it's not about my past, it's not about what I'm doing right now, because that was also something that affected me. I had my past was something that I was always holding on. Now, uh-huh. oh my God, every single time I think about it, I'm like cringing. Oh my God, Tony, you did this. And it's like, I'm trying to be perfect with my own power. I'm uh-huh. trying to be good by my own strength. And it's like, it's really like literally nothing about you. Like, God, lo- like, God already said that your pastor is God. Like, you're a new person now. You are with him. You're a child. Like, you're a child of God. And it, uh-huh. it loves me unconditionally. Amen. And everything I do is because I love him and I want to grow with him. And I want to know him. I want to. There's just there's so many heights with God. Not that there's like stages or anything, but there are so many dimensions and revelations you get when yeah. you read the Bible, right? Even yeah. um, was to sell man would be like, there are many dimensions in the in the in the kingdom, but you would not know because you limit yourself to it, right? Mm. I don't think you know. Um, yeah, I think it's Catherine Kuma. She's mm. like Benny Inns, like mentor. She's I, I know her. I, everybody knows her. I okay. <laughs> Every teacher should know her. <laughs> she, knows that she strongly believes in miracles, right? Certainly, mm-hmm. you actually still meet people that don't believe in miracle. But what they call right. miracle, what they don't believe is miracle, they call it luck. Or mm. you know all of a sudden or unconsciously or what's this other word they uh-huh. think just the universe uh-huh. i like this is a miracle but it makes me understand that the reason why they don't accept that it's a miracle is because they don't they haven't opened themselves to that dimension and they are christians but they are really not open themselves to that dimension of the fact that miracles do happen 
in the kingdom of God. Healing do happen in the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I've been there. So I don't know how I diverted away, but I've been there. Yeah, I, I was thinking to you, you digressed a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, but again, you, you're right. That idea of we have to do. I've been there as well before. I really understood what it means to be loved by God. The only difference was when I was trying to make God love me, I never had peace because mm. I, I was always not doing enough. And no matter what I do, for days, just like you said, when I feel as if, ah, today, it only happens maybe once a month, ah, today, I feel as if I've done enough. And then God, God is obligated to love me. He's obligated to provide for me because I felt I've done enough on those days. On other days, when I, when I feel as if I've not done enough, I feel as if God is far from me. And, you know, when I realized the truth, I realized, actually, God's love didn't change. My feelings changed. So I started preaching this way, no matter how you feel. God still loves you and it has nothing to do with your feeling the just shall not live by feeling we live by faith and we don't live by sight or how I feel you know I preach the love of God radically there are times when I feel as if God doesn't love me a few times now though but you know what I do on those days I remind myself but I thank you because I don't care about my feelings I care about your word your word says you love me I believe it and that's the agape you talked about it's called unconditional that makes God's love unconditional agape love and again, we have to repeat this over and over. You will think what we are saying right now is very simple. Everybody knows it. I, I submit to you. Not everybody understands the agape love of God. Should I tell you something? I, I, to an extent, I've met people to an extent who claims to preach, who claims to be preaching unconditional love. And when I hear their message, at the point, they will sit there again, you have to still do. I say, no, no, you still don't understand. The moment you tell me you're preaching agape love, unconditional love, and you still put the this, and this is what first John Paul is saying, and I was saying, not that we love God, mm -hmm. but shouldn't we love God? You should love Him. But first of all, understand who you love first. Mm -hmm. Before we talk about your own love, which is a fruit of the Spirit, mm -hmm. you should first of all understand real love. Until you understand real love, you can't understand the fruit of the Spirit. And this happens in relationship too. Mm -hmm. The guy saying, "But I love her." The lady saying, "But I love it." But you obviously you can see you're the third party. Mm -hmm. You don't love each other. You guys are just playing around and you will know it you can see from apart but they can't they will think it's love i do this for her i do that for him but she's not responding now that's the point where you don't love her because you are always thinking you do this for her so she must do this in return that's not the love we are talking about the love that is always now you must also do this back i do this that's not love and until you understand this the moment we still think it still depends on us then we still don't understand it god's love for us is not based on our goodness it's based on his goodness not on our faithfulness it's based on his faithfulness yeah. not because of our works but because of jesus finished works so it's all us to point back to him and when we start understanding that god loves us when we do money devotion or not you will effortlessly want to do devotion you, will. That's you can't help it but for days when you miss devotion you won't cry you won't start killing yourself hurting yourself beating yourself mm -hmm. you will know god still loves you that gives you peace so understanding the love of God effortlessly gives you peace. You can't help it. Okay, well, let, let's go one more round and then we'll wrap it up for this episode and then we can always continue next week. Again, you see, you see we can't we can't exhaust this topic. This is this is one video is why I, I always have something to teach. I've been, you know, at times I preach almost every day, at times, almost every day, minimum of five times a week. And at times I really get, I'm like, God, how do you do this case? How come I've not run out of message? And at times I say I have 600 messages online. I'm like, God, I'm not even a pastor. I didn't attend any theology school. But you know, the moment, the day I realized this thing, 
I'm just so radical, look. I realize from Genesis to Revelation, we can't finish this topic until Jesus appears again in the sky. So let's go one more round and bring it to the point whereby, so when we begin to, uh, how has your journey been? Now you talk, talked about the time when you used to be on the task, where you feel as if you have to perform tasks. How about now that you begin to understand the love of God? Uh, has it made any difference in your, in your fruit of the spirit, which is your love for God? Uh, definitely it, it became i think as you said it became easier for me in a sense whereby when i was more task oriented i was always feeling guilty so i feel like that's a sense of lack of peace right yeah. i was feeling guilty that i haven't done this i haven't done that and i wasn't demeaning myself that oh my god i'm outside of god's love and i, I always felt like ah as a master of god's god's love right now devil can't do anything it, it, I, just, I just felt like i had no protection and it was like ah i need to go back so mm. i just had that sense of insecurity and that sense of guilt and it was really bringing me down whereby every single moment even when i'm in my head i'm trying to catch up right i'm trying to do those things that i'm like oh i haven't done let me do it so i, I can go back into god's love and things mm. and when i'm doing those things it's like it's a time whereby it doesn't even make sense for me to be doing that thing whereby it's never entering it's more mm. like it's more of I'm doing it for doing sake, not that mm. I'm trying to learn or I'm trying to fellowship or anything. But then when I got to really understand God's love for me, that you know, I've been justified. Mm. Like so, even with that, I am that idea of being tax oriented went away for me in the sense whereby I just had this feeling that I just knew and understood that I'm always in God's love. Like mm. not by doing money devotion and anything god mm -hmm. always loves me amen in so, that idea of like how can somebody love me this much without me doing anything i was like i want to know this person mm -hmm. so that, that like determination just grew like i as you said it's the fruit right so it just became in fact now i'm even talking about it i didn't realize that aspect of me just became a part of me whereby it just was like ah, you mean there was somebody came to die for me, I didn't do anything, and he just loved me unconditionally, even with the things I've done, he forgave me, and like, yeah. he still loves me, and he's like, yeah. how can somebody yeah. love me? And even for the fact that I've been justified, I'm still in this Abrahamic blessings. Not only have yeah. I, I still have promises, and yeah. I said, no matter what, whoever yeah. word can be absolutely sure they, would ne they will never change his mind. Amen. It's yes Amen. And, Amen. and it's like, ah, who is this person? Like, I need to know, <laughs> like, I need to, you know, have a relationship with you. So it just became part of me that, you know, I always just want to be hearing God's word. I just, oh, I was always listening to worldly songs like Drake. <laughs> like, I'm not lying, I was a Nicki Minaj fan, so like, I had those songs. Wow. And slowly by slowly, until I didn't even know, it was later on I realized it, all these songs became rubbish to me. Like, I can't even listen to it for like five seconds. It, not mm. that I can't perform Christianity or anything. It just became a part of me that when I hear, hear this song, I'm like, ah, what rubbish? I don't demeaning woman. I are just talking about this and mm. that. But before me, I, I'll be dancing I'm like, <laughs> and everything. Wow. So that's the whole part of like transforming right so it's it stopped it's it's i moved away from it was my power because before i'm like ah, i listen to afro beats so god <laughs> cast. 
became like I just always wanted to hear God's word. I always wanted to be yeah. fellowship. I always wanted to be in his presence. So I'm always like listening to song. I just I always wanted to learn because I'm like, I want to know this person. I want mm-hmm. to have a relationship with him that I want my spirit to be so heightened. Because mm-hmm. the many things you read in the Bible, I'm like, ah, Holy Spirit can do this thing with my yeah. with yeah. And it's like, so it just became part of me, but I just I just wanted to just know him. So from that aspect of wanting to know him, I just do it because the reason why you want to know somebody because you want to because you're in love with him. That yeah. you're in love with somebody. Yeah. You want to know, okay, what please like okay, you are married, right? Yeah. You love your wife. So obviously yeah. like okay, what's that thing that'll make my wife smile? What's that yeah. thing buy a flower? What's that thing that makes your wife happy? Yeah. You know that kind of thing. So you want to do it because you love that person. So that's why it, it it is for me now. Because I like I love God. So I want to know him. I want to do those things that please him. I want to hear about him. I want to learn about him. Like, what are those dimensions I've been limiting myself to? What are those mm-hmm. about God? I want to know who he was um, before the, the old covenant, who he is now in the new covenant. So then, you yeah. know, it's different. Yeah, about God. You do rubbish. Fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lord, don't even. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's like you know, it's like a new covenant, and it's like when you hear when you read certain Bible verse, I'm like, ah, ah, ah. Man. I think the time I was not studying for my exam, I had this piece that I could never explain it. That people are like, Oh, what are you doing? How is everything? I was still going out once in a while, and everybody was like, ah, Why are you going out? Like, you should be reading, and everything. So, yeah, the, the kind of piece I have, I never understand it. I just have to calm about it. Even when I finish my exam. So like, oh, how do you feel like I'm I like I feel like I already passed because I was just feeling myself with so many Bible verses that just gave me the confidence that ah uh-uh, what can men mortals do to me? Not the computer, <laughs> when I have Jesus, that kind of thing. So like, I don't know. I, I feel like when you just as I said, I feel like just the easiest plain example I can give. When you love somebody, you just want to do that thing, you just want to do those things to know those things that please the person. God loves praise. So obviously you want to learn how to praise him. You want to learn how to exalt him. David can praise. So you want to know how to praise him. Go and study David. And you see that, like, so it's like those things, right? And I didn't know these things before until I started reading all these things. I'm like, ah, let me go and study this guy. Let me praise God. Let me go. This is my this is my daughter. That's really awesome. I, I, I love the part where you said. Ah, I used to listen to Nicki Minaj before. I mean, all this worldly song, but you know, <laughs> you know if I wasn't born again, I would give, I would give my life to Christ today. And well, that, that's, you know, the part that really, again, it, it's not even about this, but you know, the part where were you were, this was who I used to be, but this is where I am now. You know, that that joy of, of being born again and effortless transformation. And that's what Christianity is all about. This is the, the Bible Christianity. Whereby you, people, lots of people worry about transformation. Oh Lord, I'm not, no, no, you should, you should rest. That should be your position. Yeah. And I, in my life too, as well. I mean, I don't want to start my own story now. We we'll, will not leave this place. But again, but, but my point is, honestly speaking, this is the gospel. The gospel is, He has loved us. Mm-hmm. He is not trying to love us. Mm-hmm. The moment we think we don't have that love yet. Even if you are born again for twenty years, you've been you you're just you keep doing religion, mm-hmm. performance, and you keep going through cycle cycle. But when you surrender and say, you know what, I believe He has loved me, 
It is only God that knows everything about us and yet loves us. He knows everything. And yet he's not backing out on his love. And when you begin to receive that love, automatically transformation will happen. You can't help it. It's impossible. You can't. Everything I've seen in my life happened today. I never prayed for some of them. I just realized I'm just getting transformed. The more you know about God, you're being transformed into the same image from glory to glory. I mean, I, I, I love your testimony. Thank you so much for sharing. And I, I think we'll bring it to a close here yeah. now. And then but by next week, we'll, we'll talk about the other part. I talked about the fact that God sent his son. Though you talked about it a bit, but we'll talk about it in um, the more next week and as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Mm -hmm. Because that's another thing you need to understand. He has loved us. He's in the past. He's not trying to love us. Again, he has taken away our sins. We need to remind God's people he has taken it away. He is not trying to take it away because until these basic things, until it is understood, just like you said, you can't have peace. Of course, you're born again, but there's something called peace that surpasses human understanding. There's a place actually the Bible will call the gospel, the gospel of peace. It said how beautiful are the feet of those that preach the gospel of peace. So it has to come with peace. It has to come with rest. Otherwise, you're doing religion. Jesus said, my yoke is easy. It has to be easy. We are not making Christianity easy. Christianity is easy. Jesus himself said it. it his yoke is easy. And his burden is light. You have to feel this rest. So we'll continue on that note next week. Thank you so much, Tori. I, I really feel so blessed. These are the kind of conversations I look forward to having. I don't know uh, put it out there. So people don't think that, oh, um, you know, once that's, like it's easy, but don't 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 sit down and think magic will happen. Uh -huh. My point is, from when you understand God's love for you, as I said, you also have that love of I I, I use the example of husband and wife, right? You want uh -huh. those things that please that person. So also, it also involves your conscious effort of wanting to know who that person is, right? Uh -huh. so don't sit down and think, oh, magically. Phew, the next day you are all brand new, all fresh, and all those things. It's going to be slow. I like I focus from not listening to all those American singers to only focusing on Afrobeat and Christian songs and even like maybe just musicians that don't say rubbish. Then slowly it just be like it was something that it took a conscious effort. The first time I knew that I was like, okay, these songs are not glorifying God. I deleted them for my Spotify. It took a constant effort of saying that I want a difference, I want a change, right? So as much as you have those that um God's love in you, the understanding will also make you put in those conscious efforts. So just to uh -huh. emphasize that don't be lazy or don't you know when people say rest of God and it's laziness, it's not laziness. Uh -huh. that peace and rest of mind why you're doing those things, not that you're Massive, uh, the world will come down crumbling on you or anything. Yeah. So, yeah, it also involves like a conscious effort of knowing that you want that change in your life. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, I mean, the Holy Spirit is faithful actually. When it comes to transformation, all the steps you will take, it will lead you. God works in us to will and to do. Yeah, for so many people, it may not be just some people, just to, I mean, some people just close their accounts. Mm -hmm. You know, when I, when I, there was somebody who started listening to my content sometimes around 2020. The person used to use, listen to us, what listen, just like you said. But the person, in fact, you know, the irony is I don't tell people to stop doing things. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, stop because I know if I tell you and you don't want to, 
the, the highest thing is you do it, start doing it behind me, and then you become an hypocrite. So I don't, I don't want people to get comfortable with hypocrisy. That's why I don't use the word don't, 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 don't. But you know what I do? I pump people with the word of God. And the thing about the love of God is, the Bible says it surpasses human understanding. The more you know, the more you want to know. The more you want to know more about it, you can't help it. It's like it will, it's always drawing you nearer. You can't help it. And then when the person fed on the word love of God for a while, the first fruit the person saw manifested in her life. When she, she came to me, she said it to my face. She said, you know what, since I started listening, I started hearing you preach, so many things used to get me worried before, but I just realized I'm not worried anymore. And then I am always asking myself, how come I'm not worried? How come I'm not scared? How come I'm not worried? And the person is like, I don't know what's going to you know why being not worried is so strange to you. you are so used to worrying yeah. that not worrying is almost strange to you that's the first fruit second fruit was the person deleted she, she came to tell me i mean i didn't the person came to tell me i deleted all my spotify songs i'm trying to now download new songs i didn't tell the person to but the holy spirit has a way of just you just wake up one day and just like no because the more you begin to hear about your righteous nature you understand you don't belong to this place anymore and it's a fruit. Everybody will go to that school. I went to that school. Whereby I just have to say, no. The Bible says the grace of God teaches us how to deny all ungodliness. Yeah. He will teach you to say no and not seeing this content. No. There are times, two days ago, I wanted to sleep. I was seeing a movie. I checked my prime. I've seen most of the major movies. Yeah. And then I was just looking for a movie. And then, but... The more I try, the more I feel as if, bro, don't look at the movie. Just go and sleep. I'm, I'm like, God, let me see some movie. I still have time. It's 11 or something. I'm used to sleeping late. Let me sleep. And I just felt this uneasiness in my heart. You know what? I just, I started, I don't like watching season that movie. It just keeps you unnecessarily busy. So I started watching a season that movie, trying to disobey God. Mm -hmm. And about five minutes into the thing, I was feeling restless. I just ended it in. Sweep, switch up my light up. I went to sleep. That has been... The sleep I slept two days ago was one of the longest. I feel as if I have so much time to sleep. I'm like, God, this is so nice. Thank God I obeyed. Mm -hmm. I just slept like a baby. Wherever. You know, baby sleep to a point of like, yeah. there's no more sleep in the eyes. <laughs> and I was taking the session the next day. Mm -hmm. Usually when I take sessions, I feel as if, okay, God, I have to wake up because I'm like, but this day I was so awake, so energetic. Thank God I obeyed the Holy Spirit. My point is just, he just, he knows more than we do. Mm -hmm. So he has a way of leading us, teaching us, that transformation process we will go through it. Some of us are still going through it, depending on different areas of our lives. Yeah. But again, just like we are saying, just like you said, where you used to be, where we used to be, where we are now, we got transformed effortlessly. Sure. And I strongly believe by the power of the Holy Spirit, anybody who listen to this as well, we experience effortless transformation. And that's the thing. They can't help it. It's the power of the Holy Spirit. You can't just help it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, you see, we are carried away. We were planning to use 15 minutes, right? Yes. <laughs> I was like, 30 minutes now. I'm like, oops. This is, this is 30 minutes. All right. Um, so, Tony, just pray for us and then we'll continue from here next week, exactly from here. All right, Tony. You pray for us. Father, we give you the Yeah. Father, we give you the glory. We give you the honor. We give you the adoration. Your name be exalted in Jesus' name. We thank Amen. you for the word we have received. And we pray that everybody that will listen will be blessed mightily in the mighty name of Jesus. And Amen. everyone that is in your face, Father, let them be effortlessly transformed in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Father, thank you for your word today. And you say you lead us through in every of our steps from now on in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 
Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Thank you so, so much, Queen. It, it was an awesome time. And again, we'll, we'll continue this from next week, same time. Okay, they don't know the time. We know the time, but just same time. Man. All right, 9 p.m. 9 a.m. Thank you for listening. This is just a friendly reminder that Jesus loves you so, so much. Bye-bye.